you tuned in to the Rocom podcast, Your Story. I'm Arnold Olson, Editor-in-Chief of Rocom and your host. And I'm so happy to welcome to today's episode, the wonderful Chrissy Simeonakis from Creative Little Soul. Hi, Chrissy. Hi. Hi, Anna. Thanks for having me. How are you in isolation? How are you coping? What's happening? Uh, I am going stir crazy like everyone else. <laughs> Uh, I've uh, downloaded a workout that prisoners do because I'm unable to get out there. So, so I'm doing one of these. Eating, were you eating bread and water? No, oh, I wish I was. I need to be. I need to not do the stress eating, but do the exercise. But no, I'm okay. I'm keeping well. So uh, just trying oh, to stay connected with it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. I know how crazy you are right now. A little bit of background for those listening. Chrissy runs an amazing PR marketing company that works with a lot of people in the hospitality industry called Creative yes. Little Soul. Um, and your clients will be in the midst of the craziness that this epidemic has brought on. So yeah, I know absolutely. you're doing a lot of things to try and work with them and create new opportunities at the moment. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, we, we do have a large segment of clients who are in the hospitality space and um, it was all very uncertain. The rules and regulations as to what we could and couldn't do were changing pretty much every day. So there was a lot of uncertainty and a number of clients did elect for the safety of their customers and also their staff and yep. also just the um ongoingness of their business to close just until there was a bit more funding and information available and then we also have a number of clients who decided to just continue the trade but with the restrictions and limitations second chrissy oh can you hear me hello yep (laughs) yep that's what i love about this because we're doing it remotely things like this happen um yes uh, so yeah you were talking about a number of your clients that have decided yeah, so a few few decided to stay um, and obviously had to change the way in which they've done things. Yep. Um, looking at, you know, pickup, making sure that social distancing is a thing, delivery, and then just also changing the offering completely. So, you know, we've seen um, probably in the last week or two, there's been a bit more of a spike in people returning or what I call coming out of dormant mode. Yes. Um, just ready now, probably in a better headspace, have a better understanding of what access they have to funding um, and are now ready to kind of start doing a few things or looking at what things we should be trying. Now, I'm going to take it back a little bit because this is your your story. You, How long have you had Creative Little Soul for now? Uh, so I've had the business for seven months, uh, seven years, actually. So a lot last, longer than seven months. I was like, no. So last <laughs> month, March, was our seven-year anniversary. Okay, now I'm going to take you back because I think a lot of people don't know your, wouldn't know your story. Now, you worked um, uh, in marketing and you worked with sort of um, nightclubs and music and you did stuff within that sphere but what mm-hmm. prompted you to move out of that um, yeah, and if sure. this, is a, this is a if this is a little too personal um, just let me know um, but I think your story is great how you took the adversity that you've faced um, and then twisted it and created this opportunity for you now that you have been had your business for seven years 
Yeah, sure. So um, I come from a hospitality family and background. Um, I always said that I didn't really want to work in the space. Um, my dad's a chef and I used to work with him and he's Greek and, you know, things got a little fiery in the kitchen. Um, so I did a degree in journalism, public relations and marketing and then worked in um, Australia and overseas, but always kept getting brought back to the hospitality industry. Um seven years so just um probably five months prior to me starting creative little soul um i was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis um so that was a huge upheaval in my life so i was gonna say that would have changed the way you approached work dramatically yeah yeah absolutely so you know Looking back now, there were probably signs and symptoms that something was wrong and, you know, these terrible headaches and blurred vision. And my first onset of symptom was actually that I lost my vision in my right eye and that's been permanent. Um, And I remember a conversation that I had with my neurologist at the time and obviously one of the uh, big kickers for MS and progression of disease is actually stress and working in an industry that was so demanding and working late nights. um, Just he very point blank said to me that if I do not manage my multiple sclerosis and my stress levels um, within five years, I would be in a wheelchair. And that was a really huge um, reality check for me and that I needed to make some changes. So you started to you realize that you then had to look after yourself first before you looked after other people because that's what you did in a lot of the work you did was you looked after yes. businesses you looked after you know massive um touring djs and musicians and stuff like that but now it's about time yeah. you looked after yourself yeah and i think until that you will be in a wheelchair you will progress to disability because there is no cure for ms it is a progressive disease and there are treatments that can help hold the progression um which is what i'm doing now and always still trying to do um but yeah i i really had to then say okay you need to now have a look at what's going to serve you for the long term um and it was really important for me that I was still, um, you know, creating, I was still using my brain, I was still able to help people, but on my terms. And basically you took that knowledge that you had and that you were using to work for other people and created this, uh, I would say it's a beautiful family, Creative Little Soul, because I've done a bit of work with you um, and I've seen the way you interact with with your staff, who are amazing. Thank you. Work remotely, which uh, I think you were probably one of the first people I knew who had um, a company that had staff that didn't all work in one main office. Um, and I think mm. that's absolutely amazing. But that then worked for you because as someone that has MS, you need to every now and then go to a doctor and you might need to spend a whole day there. Um, yeah. You know, doing different tests and things like that. It allowed you to yep. be flexible to do that stuff rather than be stuck in a nine to five office space. Absolutely. And yeah, our whole business model and and talking to people about the current climate and a lot of people are working from home now. um, We said within our team, we were kind of ahead of the curve because um, we created this business model, which was to serve me. Um, And one thing for me is that I'm really affected by the heat. Um, So in summer, I, I don't go anywhere. And I think also we 
were able to ascertain that, you know, travelling to and from meetings isn't an effective use of time. Um, We have a large number of clients that work interstate uh, and we also have staff that work all over Australia. So, you know, it it was a nice model and, you know, everyone is super close. Um, There's a real sense of community there. I love that. I love that. And so seven years now, as you progress, you have clients in Sydney, but you also have clients around Australia as well, which is, so what other parts of Australia would, um, would you, you have clients now that are affected by this uh, pandemic? Yeah, so um, it's quite interesting. So when I started Creative Little Soul, it was just as the lockout laws were coming into place. Um, So we noticed there would, and I knew there would be a downturn in what clients in New South Wales and Sydney would be doing. So we went after and built up quite a strong client base in Melbourne. Um, But then we also have clients um, in Queensland, in South Australia, in Western Australia. And I think... At the moment, everyone is is affected in the exact same way. Um, And we've also got a client and a group that we work with in the US. Um, And I spoke to her, they're based in New York, and I spoke to her just a couple of days ago just to kind of see, you know, how they're doing and, you know, what we're doing over here because it's a very serious situation. But then obviously they don't have uh, some of the, you know, availability and access to do things like we do. Okay, so now well, you've heard your story and it's amazing. I've got to say what you've done with Creative, creative Little Soul, um, taking the adversity that you faced with MS and those that news, but then going, well, I'm going to create something that I can still work. Um, but mm-hmm. you, know, you also employ quite a number of different people. And a, a lot of people sort of, you, you get people that you know, for example, I've uh, written a few articles with you. Um, you know, you are always pushing and and empowering creative people um now bringing it to what's happening now with this crazy times we're in um i know you've come up with some really creative ways to keep your (laughs) businesses in work um if you could just touch on one of those stories it'd be amazing for people to hear and maybe get inspired by sure Thank you. Um, So I do have a number um, of staff in my team who are incredibly creative. And um, I think everyone is creative, whether they think it or not. Um, So one of um, the ideas that we... We kind of had last year and it came about because I have two nieces under the age of four. And what I thought would be super cool would be to write them letters um, from Santa Claus because um, a lot of the time now, you know, the art of letter writing's kind of been lost a little bit. Yes. And so I created letters and my team proofed and edited them and designed them beautifully. And then we did Santa's um workshop letters for them and then that kind of sparked the idea that okay if they love them then we created this new brand called letters from so what we were able to do is we created letters from the easter bunny um which was really second, cool yeah oh yes so sorry so letters from yeah, so it, it the timing actually paired up quite beautifully because uh, with Easter just having happened and <laughs> yeah, and we 
and it was so wholesome. Parents would complete some questions. Uh, we would write from the perspective of the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Um, and then when you stuck inside notes. to then get a letter from the Easter Bunny. It would yes. have made so many like kids everywhere. They'd be so excited to get something like that. Yeah, it was really good as well that um, a lot of parents utilised it as uh, explaining why that maybe they weren't going camping this year or maybe why they wouldn't be seeing their family and what kinds of things they'd be doing at home. Um, and our next lot are letters from the Tooth Fairy. So, oh, yeah, awesome. it's been a lot of press. Yes, it's fun. Um, now, in terms of some of your clients that you interesting things that they've done to pivot um, and to keep creating some sort of business or bring in um, some Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the primary one, especially for the hospitality sector, has been looking at um, meal delivery, so pick up and delivery Um, we've realised that people don't want just an on-demand like eat right now they want meals that will be available for a week or they can you know portion them up and pop them in the freezer um also uh alcohol delivery so we've got a client house of pocket and they've been uh canning cocktails and doing a delivery (laughs) yeah so I spot the martinis to your doorstep. You can send them to your employees working from home. Oh, my God, that's dangerous. Um, I love it. Well, it makes the Zoom calls on a Friday <laughs> afternoon work uh, pretty cool. As long as you haven't had too many before the Zoom meeting. <laughs> yes, absolutely. No. And I think people are also using this time to actually catch up on things that they put on the back yeah. burner as well. Massively, massively. Um, this is something I ask um, a lot of um, people I've interviewed on, on the podcast. But what's one of the mm-hmm. best advice that, or you know, something that has stuck in your memory that you've been given? And it could be business, could be life, you know. But it's just something that I think it'd be great to share with people listening. Yeah, so I think um, from some of my mentors and also what I uh, try and encourage within my team and people that I meet is that you have to try. Um, So whether it's a crazy idea, it's something that's been in the back of your mind uh, forever, like you 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 never know unless you try right um and we learn through failure so it's okay to do something and it not work because by that um we then know how to improve or how to do you know things better the next time but i always just and i'm quite a risk taker both in business and life and i feel like sometimes you know, the biggest risks we've taken, and I'm not talking like be unsafe or crazy, <laughs> but just going with that gut sometimes yeah. actually really will pay off. Um, if you could give one advice if someone was listening in and, you know, they've been affected by what's happening in their business, if there's one advice you would give them, what, what would it be? Uh, I think mental health is incredibly important at the moment. Um, I have a group of friends of mine and we're called our accountability buddies. Uh, So we've got a nice, yeah, and it's just checking in on your friends and, you know, making sure that you're continuing to have conversations with people and 
and like it's okay to be sad and it's totally normal to be upset right now and but you're not the only person so you know reach out to somebody that maybe whose business you like or might be in an industry you'd like to learn from or you'd like to mentor just yeah don't be afraid to to talk to people or even approach people um okay this is the fast round this is a fun part of the i mean okay. the other parts weren't fun uh, of the podcast um, <laughs> i'm just gonna shoot yes. you some questions and give the first answer that comes to mind um Oh, goodness, I want to watch my mouth. <laughs> Listen, you, anything goes in here, so you can say whatever you want. Um, favorite <laughs> okay. day of the week? Sure. Uh, favorite Sunday. Cocktail? Uh, favorite Negroni. comfort food? All of them. Favorite app on your phone? <laughs> uh, I would probably say Product no, Hunt. I know you're a huge Disney fan. So, favorite go-to Disney movie? Oh man, that's way too hard. I have like Disney princesses tattooed and all the Disney things. Um, I'd probably say Frozen is still my favorite. Watch recently. <laughs> Just give us Pardon? one that you've watched recently. I'd probably watch Frozen like once a week, once that's a fortnight. Awesome. If you could be at any Disney character, which one would you be? I think I'd be a villain. I'd probably be Ursula from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, once this is all over, one place you'd like to go eat at? Um, I think the first place I'd like to go in is to oh, see my grandmother. That's amazing. P.S. When you do go visit her, I would love some of those peaches that she uh, bottled up. Oh my god, she is like an old school prepper. She cans, uh, dries, farms, everything. So I will bring you the pictures. I love it. Chrissy, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for sharing your story. Thank you for having um, me. I think it's really interesting for a lot of people to have a listen and see what, you know, especially being told you have something like MS and then taking it and creating a job that works for you, um, that allows you Mm -hmm. to look after yourself. And I think... A lot of times when we um, get faced with you know, rough situations, um, we don't think about our health. And I love that you've created work yes. that you can do and look after yourself in the midst of it all. Thank you. I appreciate you and all the things that you do. And you inspire and motivate me all the time as well. Girl, so we just gotta... We're going to go back and forth. <laughs> Compliments, yeah. Yes. Uh, but you tuned into the Rogue Podcast, Your Story, and we've just been chatting with Chrissy Simeonakis from Creative Little Soul. Thank you so much, Chrissy. Thank you, Anna. Bye.